On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Hey, Trisha from Cockeysville. Good morning. Hey, good morning. I heard you're mad at me. Why? (laughs) I am mad at you, Kramer. You said something the other day um, that people who are getting married should plan for divorce. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, he did. Wait. Did you? Who? Right. Did you actually hear me say it, or did you see the Facebook comment? Because I think the people that saw it on Facebook automatically assumed it's what I said. I mean, but it is what you said. Well, I agreed with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wrote it, so. Okay, yes, so there. let me she explain. And she heard it, and I heard it, too. Let me explain, okay. Um, mm-hmm. We were going over a list. It was on Tuesday's show. Uh, it was a, a, a list by BuzzFeed basically talking about unpopular marriage opinions, mm-hmm. right? And the one on here that really got people going was plan for divorce before you tie the knot. And the BuzzFeed kind of goes on saying that they say prenups should be a standard thing that everyone gets. And just don't think about if you want kids with them or not. You should also ask yourself, could you co-parent with this person if you guys were to split up? Now, that's what BuzzFeed said. I and then what'd you say? said yes. <laughs> I said true. Yeah. Well, okay. So in case you don't know, I'm I'm divorced. And I, I'll tell you, I will, I will never be able to go into a marriage again without thinking about these kind of things. Knowing that, like, we got to look at divorce rates here, people. Let's just call it what it is. Sometimes marriages don't work out. And as I was trying to explain to Jess, I don't see why you shouldn't have yourself best prepared Mm -hmm. for the worst situation. You don't get home insurance knowing your house is going to burn down, but you have it there Mm -hmm. because if something does go wrong, then you've already got things put in place. For example, why should you not get a prenup? What's the reason of not? Like, what harm is that going to do, Trisha, knowing that you've got a prenup there just in case? Why would people get married if they're already going, well, here's your stuff, here's my stuff? That's like... That's divorce proceedings already, and you haven't even been down the aisle yet. Best, wow. best case scenario. Ridiculous. Best case scenario, nothing happens. You don't have to worry about it. Now, same with kids. Why would you not think in your mind, if we split up and things get bad, would I still want to be able to co-parent with this person? Jess, why not? I mean, to, to be honest, like I've that thought has never even come across my mind. I just think about like how fun it'll be to be parents with my significant other. So Jess Exactly. So you're traumatizing Jess right here. I'm not trying to traumatize. I'm not trying You I, are traumatizing her because you are planting the seed in her that that her relationship is not going to work out. Jess is been with her boyfriend for a year and a half, and like you don't want to get a prenup, right? Like if you guys get married when you do, which it seems like it's heading that way. I didn't plan on it, no. Because yeah. everything's gonna be great, right? It's all happy. I mean, I've never even had prenup conversations until you. <laughs> so I also I want to hear from married people yeah. and divorced people. I feel like that's fair to hear from both sides. Like w- if you are married and before you got married, were those things like did was that in the plan or is that kind of in the preparation? Yeah, I or? think it's a, it's a good question to ask. Uh, 410-583-1065. I bad advice. The only thing that we discussed before getting married or before even getting in a relationship, a serious relationship, was children. Yeah. And you, like, <laughs> if you want them or if you don't? Correct. We ha- we both had children from different relationships. So okay. we really came in this relationship saying we didn't want any more children. Okay. But I can tell you we had one last year. <laughs> okay. All right. Because so- we changed our minds. But 
that's the only thing that we came into the relationship discussing. Like, I think it's a bad idea going in it as a negative outlook, like, oh, we're going to get a divorce, so let's have a prenup. <laughs> I just, well, how long have you guys been together? We have been together since 2009, and we that? got married in 2013. How about wow. that? How about that? Right there. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to look at it like we're going to get divorced. Let's plan for it. That's not what I'm just so I'm clear. I'm just saying if things were to go wrong, uh-huh. why not have something in place? Is that and so when you have that conversation with your future partner, is that how you're going to say it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, odds are in our favor, but, you know, like how by, does that conversation happen? Not by much. <laughs> I'm curious. You just got to be real with your person. Mm-hmm. I think it should be a normal a normal conversation that any couple should be able to have before they make such a big decision. Mm-hmm. You know? I know. I'm just curious on how you would, how you, how you, that's presented and, and how that takes place, to be honest. I'd be like, what's up? In case we get divorced, what you want to do? Okay. Will you marry me? Awesome. <laughs> like that's before the proposal. <laughs> right. Uh, Kim on two is from Glen Burnie. <laughs> hey, hey, Kim, good morning. Good morning. Good advice or bad advice to plan for divorce before you even get married? If not before married, maybe like soon after. Um, well, you can't I've, get a prenup then. I'm sorry? That'd be a postnup, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't know so much about it, like a prenup, but at least like a basic conversation about it because it's something that... You're not sure of, especially if you think that um, that there's something that uh, that you're not sure if your partner is going to be able to handle for the long term. So, um, such as what? Like, what's that? Such as what? Um, so, for example, I'm asexual. Okay. Um, and uh, I realize that. Uh, fairly late in our relationship, uh, back it, it, during the time that, like, you know, kind of where Jess is, where we're sure we're going to get married, yeah, sure. we, or we absolutely love each other, mm-hmm. we make great partners, um, but I know that my partner has a high uh, drive. Okay. And Obviously, I do not. Okay. Um, and so it's one of those that, like, I was worried if I would be able to fulfill the needs of my partner Got that it. way. On the same page now. But, like, okay. so you so you jumped in. You jumped in marriage. But now you're like, man, I wish you would have talked about it in case this doesn't work out. Like, now, now that you've been married for a little bit of time, you're like, maybe we should have had a discussion of, like, what would have happened in case we realized down the road that we're not the right partners. And this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, if you are – if you don't have – any uncertainties, then sure, it's no problem. We didn't agree to a prenup because, like, we're both really chill and we knew we could work it out. Um, we were dead set against kids. Mm-hmm. Um, neither of us wanted them. Okay. We absolutely have no interest in them. But there is something I feel people should consider um, that has not been mentioned and most people do not think about. Which is? That's oh. a good one right there. Because my husband and I, while we don't want kids, we do want 
what we call fur babies. Yeah, you know? sure, sure, of course. And, and like, what do you do with that, right? Because Jess, honestly, you know that during my divorce, I fought for two things. I fought oh, for my house, so, like, and I fought for my dog. When both of you want the 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 fur baby, that's what I'm saying. What goes down? Is it good advice or bad advice to plan for divorce before you get married? Four ten. Hey, Sarah in Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. Good advice or bad advice that you should plan for divorce before you get married? I actually agree to disagree with you. I think it makes a lot of sense for a prenup depending on your situation. 100% depends on the situation. Okay. But as far as the aspects of, like, children, they're like, I have a child. I'm engaged. I've been engaged for three years. Yeah. I have a child outside my relationship, and I have a child with my fiance. Yeah. And that has been a conversation that we've had since the day we found out I was pregnant was, if we ever split up, what are we going to do with our children? Yeah. I think even prior to getting married, if you have a child outside of an actual marriage, a legal marriage, I think, I personally think after everything I've been through with my oldest child who is outside of my relationship, uh-huh. I think you should have a custody agreement that is legal and binding while you guys are on good terms. But wow. why not have that? why not have that discussion about the child that you have inside the marriage too? So we have had that conversation. So, like, my fiance and I do an agreement if we ever split up that he's going to stay a part of my uh, my oldest child's life. He's not biologically his. Oh, and wow. that we would just one and off week That's it. for our child. That's yeah. it. Then you just roll the plan out. God forbid it goes wrong. Nobody's hoping it does. But if it does, then you just roll the plan out. While, and you're right. Like, while everybody's still in love and happy. Yeah, but Sarah, you're, you're, you're saying that because of the experience you had with your first child. That's why it was so, so not, important to have that conversation. Just, I know, not just me, but I know a lot of people who have had children, you know, been all lovey-dovey up until a certain point in their mm-hmm. lives or their life, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. then they split up and, you know, one person's keeping the baby from the other or, yeah. you know, yeah. anything happen. And if you have a legal agreement that's drawn up while you guys are on good terms, yeah. chances are it's an even fight and you both get what you want. It's a legal binding agreement. So if you guys ever do split up, nobody can be like, oh, you can't see the baby. Um. See? Okay. That's what I'm talking about. This is the kind of energy that we're looking for right here. Like, you better get them on the good. a lot more than it does, yep. actually. There you go. Right there. This is the truth you need. Hey, thank you so much for calling us. <laughs> uh-huh. 410-583-1065. Hello, Diana from Baltimore. Hi. Is it good advice to plan for divorce before you get married? Um, I don't think that you plan for it, but I think it's actually great advice being that I was married young and I got divorced after 21 years. Yes. Three kids. Yes. And I am actually in a, another relationship now, um, for almost five years and I'm a business owner. Yes. And I did not think about those things when I was young and, you know, um, not that I wasn't educated, but I wasn't really thinking about like. Long term, uh-huh. um, I was just thinking we're going to be together forever. And That's all you care about is love. That's it. Yeah. Right. right. And then you have kids, and then you think that you have kids with a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. They were normal in time. They just got weirder over time. I don't know what happened. They were <laughs> I'll be honest. I spent over $60,000 on a divorce. Yeah, I believe it. Um, I believe it. I mean, that could have paid for one of my kids to get through college. Yes, yeah. it could have. Um, I also could not co-parent with him because he refused to co-parent. So then that meant more money and then more money lost. And, you know, now I'm actually a business owner. Why would I give it to someone who didn't, like, work for it, so to speak? God, I'm just trying. We're just trying to speak the truth out here, but people don't want to hear it. Right. You know, I'm... 
I'm glad you said this. I think this is all very valid. Thank you for calling. No problem. Have a great day. You too. Jess, I mean, would you say majority of the calls are the side of planning for divorce, the ones that say, nah, just, just go willy-nilly? No, it's been it's been 99% of the calls to say uh, plan for divorce. So yeah. does, does that change your mind at all, like hearing so many people call in and say that? And again, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing on love. I hope to one day find somebody again that I truly want to give everything to. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And like not think about that kind of stuff. But... Mm-hmm. I think people that have been there, done that, are kind of like, man, if I could do it again. Of course. I would do it this way. Because you're speaking from your trauma, sure. which I completely understand and respect. So, uh, but for me, I pr- I don't, it, it doesn't change my mind. And I think just because of the way I try to live my life, because I was, I was really thinking about this and I put it in the perspective of how I felt about this job. There was no like prenup or insurance for yet. me moving across the country and moving my life and taking a chance. And you just kind of have to, take a chance on yourself and believe in yourself. And so I'm going to put that type of mindset with my love life as well. And so I think I just, you know, just hope for the best and believe in us. You know what I mean? Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. All right. Now one more sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep. One more sleep. Because Friday's tomorrow. (laughs) That feels good, right? Yeah. (laughs) We can do it. We got this, baby. What's going on? Welcome to the 6 o'clock club. I'm Kramer. That's Jess over there. And uh, our other large cast, which is includes a... That's just us. Just us in a room. That's and you. Fine. And you. And that's why you're so important to this segment. 410-583-1065. Six o'clock club. We just say hi to everybody that's awake. First thing in the morning here in Maryland. We just want to know what you're up. What you're doing. Who's awake? Just so we can say hi. 410-583-1065. You want to text us? Veronica, good morning. Carrie is so very. Lori, Darren, the flight attendant. Johnny E., Kenny from PA. Uh, Jermaine, good morning. Yvonne, Sarah, and Stu, happy Friday Eve to you guys. Karen and Amber, our kinder care ladies. Mr. W. on his way to vacation. Have so much fun. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Kelly, good morning. Danielle at Columbia at uh, Kinder Care in Columbia, good morning. Mrs. B., a delightful Debbie, Sexy Dan, LG, the Sassy Scientist, Chuck E., Michelle in Columbia, good morning. Carol, the Shuttle Driver, good morning. Hope-a-dope. Uh, 36 weeks today. Three more to go. Hey, okay. Uh, Terrence, good morning. Nice. Juan in a million. Uh, she's pregnant, by the way. Sorry, I probably should have uh, clarified that. Terrence, uh, who else is up with us? Sean from Elkridge. Hello, Queen Pam is here. Brian at work. Um, who else is up with us? Carol May, Mama S, Jim at USCG, and The Brick. Good morning. Good to see you guys. You want me to give you a small to more story you're going to be so excited about right now? Yeah. Because, I mean, it's something you guys have proven to us time and time again for the last year. Is it like it's a super small town for being the, what, 20th biggest city in the country or whatever? Wow. Like, you kind of run into the same people over and over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> we're about to do some construction work here at the Odyssey building. Oh, yeah. In Baltimore, right? Yeah. And, I mean, Jess, I'm sure there's thousands of... Of electricians in this whole entire state. Yeah. Guess who is coming to do electrical work on our building? No. Yes. You're lying. I swear to you. Can you handle it? No, it's not. <laughs> I swear to you. Is it Johnny E? Johnny E. No. Six o'clock club. You stop it right Johnny now. Johnny E. The first. The first. Is literally, he's the first one ever. Yeah. And he just randomly get scheduled. Wait, how do you know this? He told he you? He messaged me yesterday. Man, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what has happened with you all of a sudden? How do you know this? He just messaged me. Oh, He's coming. He... 
<laughs> that is so cool. Oh, that's the coolest thing ever. Why did you just get jealous? I was like, wait, who told you first? Did Tom, our boss, tell you or did, did Johnny E tell you? Wow. Apparently, when you message me, you need to also copy Jess on all things that are 6 o'clock club related. Man, that is the coolest Isn't that cool? ever. Tell me that would make you so excited. When? when? Uh, a couple of weeks. He said, I just actually just messaged him back. 23rd, I think he said. So, a couple of weeks. That's so cool. That's oh, so that's small. That's so awesome. I love it. And then hopefully, I mean, depending on what happens with all this COVID stuff, yeah. my boss, right before he left for vacation, was like, let's get some events planned for, like, the fall. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we can do this soon then. Excited, man. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. All right. Let's get going. Top three trending stories in Baltimore as of 610. And we'll start like this. Number three. The Orioles announced the 2022 regular season schedule, which will open in Baltimore on March 31st against the Toronto Blue Jays at Oriole Park for a three-game series. And for just the second time in Oriole Park history, the Orioles will host 14 weekend series throughout the season, including five weekends total against the Yankees and the Red Sox. And then the 2022 home schedule features five games played on holidays, including Easter Sunday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Independence Day, and Labor Day. And the 2022 season marks the first time the Orioles will host 4th of July festivities since 2008. Dang, that's How cool. How cool is that? I love that. It's super cool. Number two. Here is your Tokyo Olympics recap. We picked up more medals in track and field yesterday, including a gold from Ryan Krauser and silver from Joe Kovacs. Uh, Nevin Harrison also picked up a gold in the women's 200-meter canoe sprint. Our female athletes have been crushing it this year. Last we checked, they've won twice as many medals as the men and more gold as well. So through day 13, the women had 52 medals with 15 gold, and the men were at 26 with 12. Uh, we also have five medals in mixed team events that include both men and women, which is awesome. And then Team USA is taking the lead in medal count overall with 83 overall, including 27 gold right now. I am not a very aficionado on the Olympics, mm -hmm. but if you win the most gold, do you like get something at the end, or you're just like the winner? It's just like, but uh, like. Or is that even does that even count? Is I think it's just the medal count because okay. when, whenever the list is like they have like USA, China, and then Russia, that's like where it's at right now. Yeah. We're at the top just because we have the most medals overall. We don't have the most gold, but we have the most, most medals overall, medals. which okay. is why we're leading. So Got I think it. it's just overall medal count. But is that? Does that mean then you win the Olympics if you have the most medals? This is such a dumb question, I know. I mean, you're asking me a lot of questions <laughs> I don't have answers to right now, so I would... Um, Somebody know the answer to that question? Um, like, if you get the most I'm just, medals... I'm just trying to watch gymnastics, okay? <laughs> Leave me alone. Like, is that how they determine who wins the Olympics, is who has the most medals in the end? Or is that just like a, a bragging rights kind of thing, you know? It's like a bragging rights, I think. You want to text mean, us? I don't know. 410-583-1065. <laughs> Jess is like, it's not on my paper, I don't know. Sorry. No idea. Number one. Country star Garth Brooks said he will be reassessing whether to continue his stadium tour because of the rising number of COVID and the spread of the Delta variant, which means he might be rescheduling his show at the M&T Bank Stadium later this year. Brooks, one of the biggest selling entertainers in music, usually his tours, and he just started touring again in July. And I mean, the, the, the fans range from 60 to 70,000 people per stadium. And in a statement issued this week, he said that he will still, he's still scheduled to play his next two shows, but he has put the tickets on sale for his next, um, put, put, the, put a hold on the tickets 
on his shows in September. So he has a three-week break scheduled this month. That's when he's going to take the time to reassess if he can continue. The concert at M&T Bank Stadium is originally scheduled for October 2nd. So we will have to see if that show will take place. Our statewide positivity rate right now is 3.52%. I think that's kind of the mindset we probably need to have, though, going into all these events coming up. With everything. Like, yeah. it might happen. Let's hope. Best case scenario, it does. But yeah. it's been so crazy, you know, with just this Delta variant. that We're not going to... I don't think any of us can predict what's going to happen more than a month out right now, you know? Yeah. So, Jess, who's our craziest neighbor? Oh, PA. It is. And that doesn't, it like comes off as like very loving. I want you to know that. Like no, we, said with love. We love our Pennsylvania love friends. Yeah. But there's just no way to deny there's so much crazy stuff going on up to the north right now. I'd say the most bizarre news stories come from there. Always, mm-hmm. right? So we started a segment called PA So Cray Cray. Like, Florida will always be the ultimate weird state, so don't even try to compete, but... Yeah. You'd be shocked all the weird stuff happening just a couple uh, minutes north from right here. Mm-hmm. So, from time to time, we'd like to look at the, uh, just the bizarrity of Pennsylvania. Today, we're going to go to uh, Luzerne County, Pennsylvania, Jess. This isn't, like, super wild crazy, but I just don't know how this happened. The Plymouth Public Library up in Luzerne County, Pennsylvania, said that the copy of Coins You Can Collect arrived recently in the mail with an unsigned apology note. The note was in the book and it had been checked out by a young girl in 1971, (laughs) shortly before her family moved away to Plymouth, right? Uh So the letter writer asked for the $20, but they put 20 bucks in there. They said, let this be used to like somebody else's late fees. Yeah. And the librarian said that they're going to use the money to pay off a young mother's fine so she could start checking out items again. Nice. 50 years later, this book finally gets returned. She's like, sorry. With a note that says, I'm sorry, pretty much. But 20 bucks? I mean, that's nice. Late fees probably way longer than that. Yeah. Or way higher than that. Why not just keep the book? That's what I'm thinking. 50 years? You think anybody's sitting there like, what happened to that copy of coins you can collect? Yeah. I've been wondering this since 1971. That's funny. All right. Story number one. Here's story number two out of Pennsylvania and PA so cray cray. Skipack, Pennsylvania. There's a woman named Sarah. Her and her husband bought this farmhouse. It was built in 1872. They've been looking for a house for a long time. They're like, this is the one we want. That's it. Not 1872. No questions asked. Uh We just want it, right? So they uh, they buy the house and they get they don't do a home inspection before they buy it. They just buy it as is. Okay. Now, when they did buy it, this is back in the winter. Okay. The seller did disclose. Hey, by the way, there's bees in the wall. Okay. And they didn't really think much of it because they were like, okay. Maybe they'll freeze. Was there a bee or something? Like, who cares, right? Oh, no. That was until this spring <gasps> when the bees became active. Ew. And so Sarah hired a contractor and a professional beekeeper to come out to figure out, like, what's the, like what's all this bee noise we're hearing? There was an estimated 450,000 bees. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Inside the wall of his home. Oh, no. Total cost? What do you think? Uh, what could it cost? To remove that many bees? Yes. Like, maybe like $15,000? $12,000. Uh-uh. 450,000 bees. No, thank which you. Which may be a record. I don't know, but that may be. By the way, the bees have been moved. 
safely. To the Yerky Honey Farm. Good. So that's, that's good. the good news. All 450,000 of them. Good. Y'all, PA so cray-cray, and there's just another example of why today. It's Charm City Secrets. With Kramer and Jess. On Mix 106.5. Can you call us and tell us what you spend a ridiculous amount of money on? Pretty broad today. Mm-hmm. But you know that it's that one thing, that one category of your life that you're like, it's a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> it's becoming a real issue. It's kind of an issue. So what is that What is that one thing? 410-583-1065. Welcome to Charm City Secrets. We always give you a topic and it's your chance to call in, vent, get that secret off your chest. Kramer and I tell each other everything, which is why we tell you everything. And we also have a voice disguiser so nobody in Maryland has to know that it's you that's spilling your secret. And this one specifically... Like, you should be able to laugh at yourself a little bit. Yes. Like, Dang, man. Yes. If I add up all the money I spend on this one item. It'd be bad. It's just bad. Mm-hmm. What is that one budget line? 410-583-1065. Hey, Anonymous, good morning. Hey, good morning. I spend an absurd amount of money on blank. I spend an absurd amount of money on sneakers. Sneakers. I love them. So much. So you're a sneakerhead. Like, I am, and I love the fancy ones, and you know, just I love them, and I have to keep them in my car and at work because I can't let my husband see them. How much money do you think you have spent on sh- on sneakers in the last, what to say, year? Oh my gosh, in the thousands of dollars. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. What's uh, your most um, expensive pair? How much did they cost? Six hundred dollars. Wow. Six hundred. Do you okay? Do you wear them or no? I do. I love. They are the most comfortable shoes in the world. Well, I mean, I, I love. Not, I uh, love them, and they have this little, you know, blingy thing on the side. It's so. They're so adorable, and I love them. What's your most? But I can't. What? But I can't wear them at home. I have to wear them like so when you, I'm at work because you'll change them, or just the way you're going out, or whatever. Yeah, I'll put on my other sneakers to go home. <laughs> um, Jess, what's your most expensive pair of shoe cost, you think? I mean, maybe maybe like 120 Garage Boy, though. Garage Boy has expensive shoes. How much do you think it's cost? Uh, I don't... Because he, he does... He'll, like, um, wait in line to get drops and stuff like that. Yeah. Those are... I think, like... I've seen him look at shoes that like were around like 300 bucks. I don't know God, if he's buying them though, but I know he has a few pairs of shoes that are extremely expensive. Thousands of dollars though. That's so crazy. Thank you so much for calling us. Sure. 410-583-1065. This hey. is Hannah from uh, Westminster. Hi, Hannah. Hey, guys. You spend a ridiculous amount of money on what? House plants. House plants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I see that. I've got a couple friends that are like complete planties, if you will. Yes. How much money do you think you've spent on plants in the last year? Thousands. Um, but, so, actually, Jess came to my houseplant shop. My addiction turned into a business. Yeah. Oh, Hannah. Yeah. I, didn't know, I didn't know it was that. Oh, my gosh, girl. Oh, wow. No, I did go to her pop-up shop, and it's so cute. I'm Okay, so I'm curious. So, yes, this is your business, but, like, what does your house look like? Since that is your profession, is your house just covered in plants, and are you just spending all your money on your own house plants, too? Yes. Yes. So, like, I'll buy for the shop, of course, but then I'll also buy for my personal collection that I hope to, like, take propagation from and then sell at my shop. Yeah. So... I've invested a lot of money. Are you in house. are you in a relationship? 
Yes, I'm married. Does, does your husband, does he love plants as well? Because I feel like if he wasn't a plant guy. Wait, what if he had like crazy allergies? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> he doesn't love them, but he loves that I have a passion and a business. He's like obsessed Dang. with the fact that I quit my job and I'm like all in on my business now. Good. He's very supportive. So it makes him happy, I think, actually, in a weird way. That's good. good. You're living in a rainforest, but that's cool. I love it. Fortune 583-1065. What do you spend a ridiculous amount of money on? Hello, Crystal from Baltimore. Good morning. Hi, how are you? We're doing well. What do you spend a ridiculous amount of money on? Takeout food. Oh, girl, don't even. Kramer, you, uh-uh. This boy, he should be. No, let me tell you. Let me tell (laughs) you. This is is how bad it's got. Well, let's let's focus on you first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much much money do you think you're spending on takeout food? A week. Um, At least $15 to $20 on lunch every day at work. And then with me and my family, we probably spend about $40. How often do you guys go out to dinner as a family or get takeout? Um, probably about like once or twice a month. We just do like, um, order in, but we'll go out to like a restaurant like maybe once or twice a month. Twenty. Nice, let though. me do this really quick. Twenty dollars a day. Yeah, for lunch times though, just thirty. On you. I mean, six hundred bucks a month and just takeout food. That's crazy. But the, but does that bring you joy though? Yes. Yes, it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, of course it. Of course it does. I mean, that's the that's the best part. I I do a lot of Uber Eats and stuff like that. I've been doing better since the pandemic. But the like, service charge is crazy. It's so crazy. I just got a notification from Uber Eats that said I'm I've done it so much. I'm almost at platinum level oh, of, no. of Uber Eats. That's so bad. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling. No Jess, you spend a ridiculous amount of money on what? My nails. <laughs> Man, y'all, I just... How much I, yesterday? Oh, yeah. and, 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 Jess, and Jess knows it, too, because it was so funny. What I asked you, I said, what, what's that cost you to get your nails done? And, you I, like, s- and I said, well, I, it's the only thing I spend my money on. <laughs> He's like, that's not what I asked you. And I said, well, I don't splurge on anything else. That's when I knew it was a problem. What did it cost you yesterday? Yesterday, it cost me 125 Oh, my God. God. But you know what? Like, what's the most expensive it's cost? I, I think the most expensive maybe because this is like this is like my nails and obviously I get I I it's I get like designs and all don't. the craziness and I also get a pedicure and sometimes <laughs> I get my eyebrows done. I get a lot of stuff done at the nail salon and it's my time. I think the most I've spent there so far maybe a uh, one forty five. Man, how often do you do it? Once or twice a month. Crazy. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. John from Baltimore. Good morning. Morning. You spend a ridiculous amount of money on what? On video games. Dude. I, okay, like I don't, I don't know video games that well. How expensive are they? The systems uh, average around, like back then, three four hundred dollars. Yeah. Today, today. Six to $700. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And are you, like, do you have to get every new system when it comes out? Is that what's happening? By the day I had my job, my first job, I wanted every system. Yeah. Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, Sega. I bought it all, and I regret ever having a credit card to do so. <laughs> <laughs> how, much, how much do you think you spent on, on video games total? Oh, dear God. <laughs> I would say, whew, by total of, I'm going to say Six thousand. Six thousand dollars. How about that, dude? Like I, I said, every 
every system that came out. Yeah. I bought it. That's my that's my thing. So I'm I'm pretty much an exclusive Nintendo guy. Um so I've got the Nintendo Switch, but every time a game comes out, mm-hmm. I almost feel like I have to have it. Just because you want it. The games are sixty bucks, Jess. You do that. The like, games are sixty dollars. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. adds up, you know, like it adds up. It does. So Yeah, man, I feel that one. That that'll add up real fast. I'm I'm glad you call him. Have a good day, okay? <laughs> you too. Let's go over some text messages, Jess. We've got uh from the four ten craft beer. So much beer. Be- like I pe- like it's expensive. It's, you're paying what, eight bucks, ten bucks, twelve we, bucks, something yeah. like that, depending on where you go. We got Funko Pops, oh the uh collectibles. Those are very, very we, expensive. We used to work with a guy, Jess and I did, at our last radio station that loved collecting those things. Oh, I know a couple of people that collect them. And you can like the price, because I was like, "What's that cost? Like three bucks for?" Because tiny little toys. Yes. Those like something like maybe a little bigger than what you would get out of like a quarter machine or mm-hmm. something. But those things, those things can range up to hundreds of dollars. They're expensive. I'm like, what? Uh, we have a text from the four four three cigarettes. Um, yes. Comes out to five hundred and sixty dollars a month. Oh my god! My dad texted in. He said, "Golf, absolutely." Oh, your dad? He definitely hides uh, clubs in the back of his car. Does he? Sure. And I'm, well, I mean, he has so he has so. I mean, he first of all, he has so many subscriptions to yeah. golf magazines. One, yeah. I think we're talking outside of the game how much he golfs in general, but then all the clubs and the clothes and the things. Oh yeah, a lot. Bethany from Bell from Bell Camp. Um, what what do you spend a ridiculous amount of money on? Uh, of course, kids. Kids. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like it or not, that's a yeah. thing, right? How many like, how many kids do you have, Bethany? I have, I have two. I have a boy and a girl. Okay. What's that one thing you pay for that you're like, dang, this is so ridiculously expensive? As a parent, I never expended, I never expected to pay this much in this one category for a kid. But definitely their clothes. I do spend a lot of money actually clothing them. I've got a friend that's got a four year old, and he was like, I, they literally, they don't the, stop growing. The second you put yeah. them in them, the next time they've outgrown it. Yeah. Just like what? It's crazy, man. Yeah, that that uh, it's definitely a, a a big budget line. Those children, it'll do it to you. It'll add up. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you for calling us. All right, thank you. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Kaylee from Annapolis just texted in saying that body waxing is her thing. Oh wow! Brazilian seventy five. Uh, lip and chin. 30 bodies is 100 bucks total. So, like, I didn't know it was that expensive. That'll add up. That's honestly because, like, I got I got some back here. Okay, would you ever? No, oh, for the okay. price alone. Oh, really? So I've got that's this, why? I, I've that's got the this reason? weird shaver thing that's like the weirdest mechanical thing I got to do because yeah. I won't pay 100 bucks. There's no way, <laughs> not happening. Shanna, you're on the 95 right now. Good morning. Good morning. What do you spend a ridiculous amount of money on? Candles. Candles. Girl, why are they so expensive, though? They're diptyque candles. They're Parisian hand-poured candles. Okay, Shanna. How much do those cost? What are are those? I don't don't, don't know the landscape Um, of candles. For just a regular 6.5 ounce, they're about $80. (gasps) And then how high do they go up to? Uh, Well, they have really rare limited edition candles that are hard to get. And I paid up to two hundred dollars for a candle on eBay. Do you light it? I like them. It's like having an expensive purse and not taking it out if you don't like the candle. I, I go to I, if I get candles, I go to Marshalls. They're like they're eight dollars. Now TJ Maxx is where I live. You but know wait, what I'm I, so what is it about candles that you love so much? Um, I 
love the way that they smell. They're beautiful candles. The vessels are really nice. Um, and they're, they're just really good for my mental health. Yeah. Looking at them, smelling them. Total cost do you think you've spent on candles just in general? Uh, well, I get about three to four a month, but when the limited editions come out, it's twelve hundred dollars. Oh, my, oh my goodness! Well, yeah, I buy up all of my favorites. Listen, so limited, it's hard to get. We we all have our thing. We do, you know, and I'm not yeah. mad about that. That's actually pretty amazing. No, you get your home bucks sounds magical. It, it sounds like a fairyland yeah, that seriously. I wish I could see. It smells like a Parisian garden. I'm sure it does. <laughs> it be, it, be, it better, you know, for that price, it better. So, um, yeah. thank you for calling us. Thank you. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. All right. Happy Thursday. As we describe it, you got one more sleep to go. Yeah. Friday's tomorrow. the weekend, baby. Top three trending stories in the city now with Jess. Number three. Watch where you park in Baltimore because they're coming back for us. The Baltimore City Department of Transportation announced this week that they will resume the majority of parking enforcement and traffic investigations. They were suspended during the COVID public health emergency, but that time is coming to a close. As the city continues its uh, reopening efforts, parking enforcement and traffic study services will resume starting next Sunday on August 15th. So just keep that in mind when you're in the city. Remember we first got here and we went to dinner over at the Pendry Hotel with your parents yeah. over in Fells? And I got that parking ticket yes. and I was like debating on air. I was like, should I try to fight this, you know? I didn't do it. I totally, actually, I lost that ticket. This was oh, back in no. what, September, October? I haven't heard a word about it. Really? I haven't heard a word about it. So I mean, that doesn't mean that it's gone away. I, I'm just going to just chill on it for a while. I mean, okay, that's not that's just, smart at all. Okay. But. <laughs> Number two. For the first time in their 109-year history, Oreo is coming, uh, Oreo is opening their first ever cafe. The Oreo Cafe is located on the third floor of the It's Sugar Store at the Meadowlands Sports Complex in East Rutherford, New Jersey. And it's not just treats. They're also uh, they're also going to have exclusive Oreo merch, too. So the cafe will have three menu selections. There will be Oreo desserts, so stuff like sundaes and cheesecakes. Drinks, they're going to have coffee, tea, cold brew, and an Oreo smoothie. And then a menu called Twist Your Oreo. So you can build your own uh, ice cream sandwiches, cones, and milkshakes. And then you can also check out their exclusive merch on itsugar.com. That's super cool. Like, as an adult, it's cool. But can you imagine as a kid... I mean, I'm, I'm trying to go. You would have lost your mind. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm going, like, soon. Yeah. Number one. Congratulations are in order for actor Angela Bassett. She and the cast of 911 have secured pay increases ahead of season five. And Angela's raise puts her salary among the top ones on network TV for anyone, male or female, and could be the highest ever for an actress of color on a broadcast drama series. If you don't know, uh, if you don't know her for her work on 911, she was in Black Panther, ER. Uh, she played Tina Turner in What's Love Got to Do with It, and she also voiced a character on Disney Soul. So Angela is reportedly getting more than 450000 per episode wow. for the TV show. That's and not only was she involved for the development of the show, that was created for her. She's also an executive producer. So cool. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.